Hello and welcome to the High Vibrational Life Podcast, where we explore how to create a life that flows. Flow is life's design, and when we align with life's design, we become high vibrational like nature herself. This is Kimberly Kingsley, and today I'll be talking about a pattern that I've seen emerge in the collective consciousness. This pattern isn't new. It's been building and brewing for quite some time. It's only recently that it's reached a critical mass. And if we are not aware of it, then there's a threat of us falling into this pattern as well. Because there's a magnetic pull anytime there's a pattern in the collective energy field. And it draws us in without our awareness. So what is this pattern? It's a pattern of premature energy release. What's happening is that life has accelerated to the point that many of us are overwhelmed, overstimulated. There's so much data in front of us. There's so much information. There are so many potential paths that we can go down projects that we can pursue. And simultaneously, we have this immense pressure to fulfill our purpose, to create something meaningful and powerful and life-altering for ourselves and for others. I can say this with complete certainty because anyone listening to a podcast called High Vibrational Life is dedicated to living a high vibrational life and increasing the vibration around them. So that is you. We are all in the same boat. We all want to affect positive change. But this simultaneous overstimulation and pressure to achieve great works and to impact, make our mark and impact the whole causes this sort of perfect storm. And in this perfect storm, what's happening is that we're releasing energy prematurely. So as the energy rises up in us, there are three ways that we can lose it before it reaches our heart center where it transforms and expands us and it can be expressed in the world in the flow process. The three ways that we lose energy prior to that happening are obsessing and worrying over survival stuff, whether it be health, whether it be finances, whether it be uh, the future of society. The next one is overconsumption. And overconsumption is really easy to do right now because the overwhelm, the over-bombardment of data and information causes us to want to escape at an unconscious level. We need relief because life can be so overwhelming, even though many of us are still slowed down from the COVID situation. And then the third way that we are losing energy prematurely is trying to control events. And these are related to the first three energy centers. The first one being our root chakra, 
the energy center of survival, the second one being the primary creative center, the second chakra, and the the third chakra, where we uh, cultivate authentic personal power. And the shadow side of each of those is worrying about our survival, over-consuming instead of creating, and trying to control instead of allowing life to flow. So when we lose energy through one of these primary three centers, the flow process within our bodies is interrupted. And so rather than the energy flowing up through the first three centers and into our heart, and through our throat chakra, where we are bringing our unique soul print into this world and leaving our mark. Instead, the energy goes into this mass of collective, swirling, frenetic energy in the realm of negativity and fear, And when we lose energy at these levels, we instinctively want to get it back. And so it perpetuates this cycle then of us going back into those areas and looking for something that we feel like we're missing. All of this is so innocent and so unconscious and so pervasive, so pervasive that it could alter not only the future of us individually, but the future of us collectively. The metaphor that has come to me for this scenario, for this pattern, is what would happen if a whole generation of trees was engineered to give its primary energy over to a system to feed a system that's not itself. So say it gets this fresh energy from its roots and just as the energy is moving up through the trunk in the form of nutrients and light and life force, it gets engineered in another direction and feeds another system. What would happen if every tree was feeding a system that's not its own? What would happen is there would be no leaves, there would be no oxygen, there would be no pollination, there would be no fruit, there would be no life on this planet. That's the gravity of what I sense is happening now. Of course, not everyone is in this, but enough people are in it to create this challenge in our collective that looks like mental health challenges. When energy is not flowing, it is spinning. And spinning feels like anxiety. Relational challenges because of the stress that we feel. 
identity challenges and, and being hard on ourselves because we're not creating at the level that we know we're capable of creating. The price for this pattern is huge. It involves cutting us off at our legs so that fulfilling our purpose becomes increasingly difficult. And without enough of us fulfilling our purpose, we are not moving this world forward as autonomous, creative beings. Instead, we keep feeding these monsters. Who knows what we're feeding? We're feeding algorithms. We're feeding uh, billionaires with our time, with our energy, with our money. We're feeding things that are taking away from our own evolution and our collective evolution. So what do we do about it? Well, the reason that I'm recording this podcast, even though I don't like to be a doomsdayer, in my heart I am wanting to uplift and, and serve in an inspiring way. But the importance of this, of being aware of this pattern, cannot be overstated. Because once we become aware that we're prematurely losing energy, we can, we can get it back. The first step to getting it back is to limit our exposure to overstimulation. That is, limit our time surfing the internet, limit our time uh, watching television and other programs because that's feeding those systems energy and I have nothing against, you know, good wholesome entertainment, but, but there's a fine line between enjoying the things that uh, give us pleasure and feeding something at the expense of ourselves. So we have to really get to the root of the problem, which is overwhelm. So if we can limit our exposure to all the stimulation that's happening in the world, we can begin to gather our energy again. And in gathering our energy, we reclaim the gifts that are within that energy. So what is in this energy that we are losing? Inspiration, information on how to move forward, motivation, the actual energy that that gives us the drive to do what we need to do. Intuition. We're, We're getting a lot of conflicting information in the world. There's only one way to discern what is true, and that is intuition. And if we're losing too much energy then we lose our ability to sense energy. So we have to have energy in order to read it. So in limiting the overstimulation and narrowing our focus to maybe just a more simplistic lifestyle for a while, 
you know, the bare minimum technology for production and creation and more time in nature, more time doing practical tasks like organizing and pruning and getting rid of things that we no longer need and taking walks and cooking. This simplified lifestyle that helps us stay grounded and connects us to ourselves and gives us energy instead of takes it. Then we will start to gather all this energy that we chronically lose and receive those gifts that are flowing out with that energy. What that does is reverse this cycle. So we step out of what I call stress culture, which is becoming a bigger and bigger monster every day, demanding our time, demanding our attention, and demanding our resources. So we consciously step out of stress culture and step into our own creative nature. As we reclaim our energy, we commit to protecting it. So that means being careful about who we spend time around and what activities we engage in. And then we commit to the most courageous act of all, which is feeling our energy, feeling the quality of that energy as it reintegrates into our system, allowing that to fundamentally and alchemically transform us by opening our hearts and increasing our capacity for flow. And then we are free to express our purpose in a meaningful way, in the smallest and most simplest of ways. It doesn't have to be a grand purpose. It could be our purpose of connecting with a loved one or our purpose of appreciating nature or serving the client in front of us. Whatever the moment brings, and however you can meet the moment with full awareness and poignant, powerful presence, that is energy-filled presence, then you are fulfilling your purpose. Purpose is moment by moment. It can't be any other way. Because the form of purpose shifts. The essence can always be the same. It can be service. It can be healing. It can be creativity. But the form is always going to change. So we have to follow the moment. We have to follow the energy. We step back and let energy lead the way. Because the energy itself knows where to fill the gaps. So as we become aware of this collective pattern in our psyche of prematurely releasing energy out of the first three energy centers, we can start to notice the moments when that's happening to us. And we can start to notice the pervasive nature of this pattern as we look around at others. And in doing so, we shine a light. And unconscious patterns tend to lose a little power when we look at them. So let's look at this pattern. 
Let's take responsibility for our end because there's work to do. Even if it's just, and and there's nothing small about this, even if the work is being an aligned, positive, powerful presence, that work cannot be underestimated. It changes the collective. It cracks open patterns that we can't even perceive that are holding back individuals and the whole. Every person that realigns with flow makes it easier for the next one to do so. So thank you for becoming aware with me and looking at this pattern with me so that we might band together in a network of light and transform anything that does not flow. Together we are very powerful. Thank you for sharing this space with me. This is a grassroots effort, so I would appreciate a like if you enjoy this podcast episode. And please do share it with others that you feel are like-minded. My website is KimberlyKingsley.com. My Instagram is High Vibrational Life. Sending you good vibes, as always. And until next time, be well.